Hello, and welcome to Embassy City Church Podcast. This is a place where all people can experience the love of God through the Word of God. Our prayer is that you will be inspired and transformed. Thank you for joining us today. Repeat after me. Today, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to me about grace power. After today, I will know and fully understand that I am a recipient of God's grace. And because of God's grace, I'm able to do stuff that I shouldn't be able to do. I'm able to be somebody that I shouldn't be able to be. I'm able to rest in God's grace on my life and be No, seriously, just be. All right, let's go. I'll prove it. I want to read you some uh, verses in Ephesians chapter number two. That's where I want you to go uh, with me in your Bibles. But if you are taking notes on this message, the title of this first message is it's too easy. It's too easy. Would you say it with me like that? It's too easy. One more time. It's too easy. I'm telling you, God's grace is too easy. Okay. Ephesians chapter number two, starting at the first verse, it says this. Uh, Once you were dead because of your disobedience and your many sins. You used to live in sin, just like the rest of the world, obeying the devil, the commander of the powers in the unseen world. He is the spirit at work in the hearts of those who refuse to obey God. All of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. By our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. But God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life when he raised Christ from the dead. It is only by God's grace that you have been saved. For he raised us from the dead along with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms because of because we are united with Christ Jesus. So God can put so God can point to us in all future ages as examples of the incredible wealth of his grace and kindness toward us, as shown in all he has done for us who are united with Christ Jesus. God saved you by His grace when you believed. You can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things we have done. So none of us can boast about it. For we are God's masterpiece. He created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. Are y'all ready? Grace power is too easy. Is there anybody in here besides me uh, that has uh, something uh, that you can do that just comes to you very, very easy? Anybody? You, you, any, anybody in here? Cooking comes to you easy. You, you, you can just cook. You don't even have to measure you can just buy stuff and just buy hand, buy, buy eye. You can just be like, mm-hmm, that's enough right there. 
right? You're doing like that one chef that does this with the salt, right? You're like, mm, that's going to taste perfect. Just comes easy to you, okay? By a show of hands, who, math comes easy to you. Mathematics, they're just easy to, to you, okay? I don't like y'all, but the Bible commands me to love my enemies. So, no, I, I, I love it. You, you, it just comes easy to you to do. Numbers just add up in your head while everybody else is pulling out calculators. Like, you're like, it's 782, right? And then we all hate you for a moment, right? And, and your special brain, right? It's awesome. It's great. Um, uh, speaking comes easy to me, right? One of the top three fears uh, that humans have, uh, one of them is public speaking. And I've had a microphone in my hand since I was three years old. Uh, I have the footage of it. My father has a reel-to-reel of me at three years old when my brother graduated from high school. And, and uh, I'm sorry, graduated from junior high. And I have a microphone in my hand. And, and, and I, had, I grabbed the mic and I said, I'm Timmy Ross. And my dad said, yeah, say it again. And I said, I said it already. <laughs> Star was born. Okay, so... I don't know what to tell you. Right. I've had a mic in my hand. I've 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 done public speaking since I can remember. I was in show choir uh, uh, all through uh, uh, elementary school and junior high and high school uh, uh, acting, all of that kind of stuff. Uh, rapping. If, if there was a crowd, I wanted to move it. I mean, that's just I've always I've always felt comfortable uh, in front of people. There's just we, we all have certain things that just come easy to us. When it comes to God's grace, uh, what a lot of people don't understand is how easy it is to receive God's grace. But that's also the problem. It's so easy uh, that, that people usually fall off on one or two sides of, of the easiness of receiving God's grace. Uh, some fall off on the side of religion. They, they, they find out how easy God's grace is and they panic. Ah! It's too easy. We, we got to we got to we got to buffer that with some with some stuff. We, we got to pad that with some with some rules. Because if it's too easy, people will go crazy. So let's 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 create a list of some things that people can do. So we can buffer how easy it is to receive God's grace. OK, let's make up some stuff. Uh, no lipstick. Yeah, well, right, let's write that one down. No red lipstick. And let's name the lipstick, the color. What kind of red is it? Is it rose red? No, it's Jezebel red. <laughs> if you've been in church more than 30 minutes, you know about Jezebel and red. OK. Okay, um, uh, okay, we gotta, we gotta have something else. Um, let's make sure all the men, uh, uh, never wear a beard. Oh, wait, let's make sure they all wear beards. Well, the women have to wear dresses. It doesn't matter how cold it is outside, they have to have on a dress. They can wear long johns underneath. But we gotta have some rules in place, because if we don't have any rules, people, it's too easy. We gotta pad it with some stuff that, that, we, that they gotta check a box. They need perfect attendance at church. Make sure they come every single week. we got to make sure that, that, that there's something that we can measure so these people know it ain't that easy. That's what religion does. OK. And, and then uh, 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 it's so easy that, that there's some people that fall off on the other side of it and they feel like they don't have to do nothing. 
They're just like, I got grace. Deal with it. If I feel like getting drunk, throwing up, passing out, can't remember the next day, I got grace. I don't need to do nothing. I got grace. If I want to sleep around a little bit, don't worry about that. I got God's grace. You're going to also get a disease. I'm going to let that marinate. Y'all was like, oh, mm. <laughs> I can get a disease. See, see, see what happens is when we, when we talk about God's grace, we, we never just want to put it out there for what it is because we feel like that, that somebody's going to roll off and wind up trying to work for it. And the other people are going to be so frivolous with it that we feel like we have to we have to dress it up. But I just want to put it out there for what it is. It's easy to get his grace. And the reason why he made it easy, because he kind of wants you to have it. So, like, why would he make it hard if it's something that he actually wants you to have? So, so, so what is grace? It's the first question I want to answer. It's not one of my points, but it's a question I want to answer. What is grace? And I want to give you scripture for this. I want you to see it in the Bible Because these two verses paint for me the best picture to describe God's grace. And you can find it in Romans chapter number 11, starting in verse 5 and verse 6. It is the same today. For a few of the people of Israel have remained faithful because of God's grace. His undeserved kindness in choosing them. And since it is through God's kindness then it is not by their good works. For in that case, God's grace would not be what it really is, free and undeserved. Can I tell you what God's grace is? It's his spectacular kindness in giving you something you do not deserve. Have you ever done something that was so bad or, 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 or blown it and made the biggest mistake and, and somebody's response to that mistake is so gracious to you? It's so grace filled that, that you almost can't even handle it. You're like, I'm sorry, what? Anybody ever got pulled over for speeding and you knew you were guilty? Like you weren't even going to try to fight it. Like, as soon as you saw the lights going on, you're like, he coming after me. He coming after. It's me. I already know it's me. So you pull over on the side of the road and you pull out your license and registration and you roll down the window. And when the guy walks up before he can even say, do you know what? You're like, I was doing 98. I already know. I was switching lanes, sir. Today, there was just a grace on me to switch lanes. And he's like, wow, well. Thank you. You just made my job easy. License registration. I know. Yeah. yeah. Man, I got it. No, I deserve it. I deserve it. I already know. I already know. Well, I'll I'll be right back. So they go away and you text your friend. I'm getting a ticket. (laughs) And I deserve this one because I was doing 98. Okay, I wasn't even thinking. Have my music up. I know I'm wrong. He's going to give me this ticket. Oh, it's probably going to be a lot. Glad I don't have no warrant. Right. And the guy comes back and he's like, hey, I just want you to be careful and slow down. 
And you're like, what? <laughs> the favor of the Lord is here. <laughs> favor of the Lord. Right? And you're like, you're not going to give me a ticket? No, can you just please slow down? Because that's, that, that's kind of dangerous. And you're like, well, maybe all y'all ain't bad. You drive, you deserved it. But, but, but because of some undeserved kindness, this person decided to just let you go. This is the grace of God. None of us deserved it. Now, I want to be, I, I need to stress this, especially in the Bible Belt, where people who received Jesus at the age of five think they've been good long enough to be exempt from this word none. Well, I gave my life to God at a camp when I was six. I've served them ever since. Okay, well, from birth to six, you didn't deserve that grace with your little self. Because you do know you were born in sin. Listen, I don't care how cute your babies are. I remember when I, first, when I had my firstborn, Nathan, I could hold Nathan, his whole body right here. It, it's just a beautiful little healthy baby boy, and I'm looking at this beautiful baby boy, and I'm going, you are the cutest sinner I have ever seen my entire life. Some of y'all are like, don't call your baby a sinner. That's what he is. He was born in sin. He's just a cute baby sinner. But he's still a sinner. A sinner is a state. The iniquity is what you're shaped into, but the, but the sin is what you were born into. You're born in Texas, you're a Texan. You're just born here. You're automatically a Texan. Jesus says, listen, I love you so much, I just want to make sure you get something that you don't even deserve. God says, God says, it's with undeserved kindness that I give you this, and it's free. You don't have to do anything to work for it. All you have to do is receive it. So, so how do we get grace? How do we obtain it? How how do we get it? This is the best verse I can give you. This is Acts chapter number 15, verse number 11. We believe that we are all saved the same way by the undeserved grace of the Lord Jesus. Now, let me tell you something about this grace. Somebody did have to pay for it. But he wanted to make sure that it wasn't me. And it wasn't you. So he took one of the most horrible beatings that could have ever been exacted on a human being prior to going to the cross. And then they stripped him naked. You do know every depiction of Jesus that you see with the little loincloth is sanitized for your eyes. The Romans did not care about this guy's private parts being exposed. Crucifixion was meant for torture and humiliation. Jesus was completely naked and beat beyond recognition on the cross. They nailed his wrist into a piece of wood, nailed his feet into a piece of wood and hung him out, hung him up to bleed out 
And he did that for us. Before we knew to ask for it, before we knew the difference between good and bad, he died on the cross for us on a maybe. He died on the cross for us on a perhaps, by chance. They might see how extravagant my love is for them and they might come into a relationship with me. I need to tell you something. We need to thank God every day that it was Jesus and not me. Because if I was Jesus, see, I'm saved, I'm sanctified, and I'm filled with the Holy Spirit, but I still have, a, like, it's just a little reservoir of pettiness <laughs> that, that lives on the inside of me, and it doesn't come out, uh, it's, it's a little reservoir. It has to be the right kind of circumstances and conditions. So, like, if I only had, like, five hours of sleep, and when I get up in the morning and go to work, there's an accident that has caused me to be delayed about 45 minutes in traffic uh, just to find out that the accident is on the opposite side of the freeway. Uh, and uh, when, when, I, when I get to uh, the place where I order my breakfast, uh, they're out of turkey bacon. And uh, when, when I come into uh, uh, work, the, 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 the heat is not on and so it's freezing cold. Uh, and when I went on to turn on my lights, uh, they blew out. And uh, even though I charged my phone all night, uh, uh, the battery was dead by the time I flicked it on. Under those circumstances, if you were to walk right in after all of that just happened and said good morning, I might be this. I, I might be a little petty. All I'm saying to you is if I went to the cross to die for your sins. Ain't going to be no maybe. You're going to serve me. I'm just telling you right now. I'm, ain't, there ain't going to be no perhaps. If I go to the cross and bleed out for you, oh, you're going to serve me. Oh, you're not going to have a good life. The way I just died for you, oh, you coming. And I'm not going to play, play fair. I'm going to let you have your whole day. But as soon as you get in that bed, I'm coming. I'm making special cameo appearances to everybody all the time. What's up? You good? Oh, you about to go to sleep. How was that air you breathed today? Was it good? I counted how many breaths it was. It was 1,342 breaths that you took today, except for when you ran up the stairs and he needed to pant. I gave you 400 more. So you coming or not? Oh, you're not coming. No mouth. And I would just make your mouth disappear. I, I would, mm, mm, mm. Oh, you're not going to praise me. You're not going to praise nobody. How about that? Right? Huh? Oh, you don't want to sing my praises? You won't sing Drake's either. How about that? I would be so petty. Oh, oh, oh. You don't want to lift your hands and praise him? No arms. You would just be like. I would be so. It's one thing to bless somebody who deserves it. It's another thing 
to bless somebody. And you know they don't deserve it. This is what the grace of God looks like. So I want to give you uh, three easy steps to grace, okay? They are so easy. Oh, my goodness, they are so easy. I want you to write these down, okay? Point number one, please write this down. Uh, Believe in Jesus. You want God's grace? Believe in Jesus. Is that all I have to do is believe in Jesus? The answer is yes. That is all you have to do. Put your faith in Jesus. Now, the, 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 the religious side of people, th- that, this makes them lock up. Oh, no. You need to believe in Jesus, but you also need this connect group. You need to go through our 88-week discipleship course. Right? We're going to start tracking these tithes and offerings you pay. Got to make sure that's straight. Um, the list starts because... To believe in Jesus, that's just too easy. That's all you want me to do? Listen, do you know when I really understood this, I had to change the way I did altar calls? I was an evangelist for a decade, and and I would go out and preach uh, at at these conferences and these crusades. And, and, and and, and, you know, I got saved when I was 20, and so I looked to others to figure out what am I supposed to do when when I'm preaching? And then somebody wants to give their life to Christ. And so so I I learned how to do (laughs) various versions of the sinner's prayer. Because I'm like, these people are coming to Jesus now. I got to give them the, I got to do the, we got to make them repeat after me, right? Okay, you're down there. You want to get saved? Yeah, I want to get saved. (laughs) Okay, you're almost there. But now repeat after me. Lord, Lord, I believe, I believe that you died, that you died for my sins, for my sins. I confess, I confess that I'm a sinner, I'm a sinner. And now, and now, I renounce, I renounce my sins, my sins. I believe, I believe you were born of a virgin, born of a virgin. That you died on the cross, died on the cross for my sins, for my sins. That you died, that you died. That you were buried, you were buried. And stayed in the grave, stayed in the grave for three days, for three days. But on the third day, on the third day. (laughs) You rose, you rose. With our power, with our power in your hand, in your hand. And then you were ascended, you were ascended. And now sit and now sit next to the father, next to the father. Daily making intercession for us. God, when is this going to be over? Daily (laughs) making intercession for us. For all time, for all time. Great. Now you're saved. Really? So, so like that thing that I felt in my heart. When I was convicted of my sins and and the moment that I had the revelation that Jesus Christ is Lord of God, raised him from the dead, that wasn't enough. I actually needed to say this four paragraph (laughs) sinner's prayer that can't be found anywhere in the Bible. And now I'm saved. So, so I started reading the Bible and I'm like, oh, this just got easy for me because I can't even, I, I'm telling you, I don't know who's saved. 
based on the altar calls that I gave, because I couldn't even remember what I was saying every time. So it, it, I don't know which variation got people into the kingdom. I had so many variations. I, I, I don't have the type of mind. I, I, I was a freestyle rapper. Uh, uh, I was a battle rapper as a teenager. So, so I can't remember lines. It all has to be fresh or else it's all over for me. If you've ever listened to uh, our messages, uh, some of you all have been frustrated based on which one we put up uh, on the podcast or on the YouTube channel. Because if you came to the nine, what I say in the 11 is completely different from the nine. And what I say in the one is completely different from the 11 because I don't have the same sermon. I have synonyms of the same sermon. They're a little bit different. OK. So I said, I, I can I can get this real easy now because I understand God's grace and how easy it is. So people come to the altar now. I say, hey, I'm going to ask you three questions and make this simple. And they're all crying. <laughs> Because they're all trying to prepare, right, for this speech they have to recite, right? I'm going to ask you three questions. They're like, I'm going to ask you three questions, uh, and if you answer yes to these three questions, uh, you're going to be safe. And they're like, okay. I said, answer this out loud. You ready? Yeah. Do you believe that Jesus is Lord? Yes. Do you believe that God raised him from the dead? Yes. Do you repent and change your mind of your sins? Yes. All right, you're saved. And they're like, is he, is he done? Is that, is, that, is that literally all I had to do? Yeah, that's literally all you had to do. And, and I'm saved? Yeah, you're saved. Now, now, now. <laughs> let me tell you what the religious people are doing in the seats. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> they are giving me the Mutumbo finger. No, 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 no. There is much more that needs to happen than this. Right? Like they, are <laughs> they, they are ready to re- correct me full time. Like, no, no, no. This, it, it, it ain't that easy. Because religion always wants to make it a little bit harder. But it is that easy. Confession is a yes or a no. It's not a speech. It's not a dissertation. It's not a recital. It's yes or no. Did you take the cookies from the cookie jar, child? Yes, I know it. I only have one child. We didn't eat them. It's you. It doesn't have to be, oh, you're the one that took the cookie? Now tell me how you did it. Well, I took the chair and then moved it up to the counter and then stood on the chair and then climbed on the counter and then reached up and grabbed the cookie. I was going to take the one in the middle, but I decided to take the one at the bottom. That one had more chocolate chips in it. Then I put it in my mouth and I chewed it. (laughs) When you said yes, we know the rest. And you're blessed. So forget the stress. Bars. God's not looking for you to rehearse a recital. Why would he make this hard for you? He just wants you to believe him. Do you believe that Jesus died? Yes. Do you believe he rose? Yes. Are you going to change your mind about the about the way you've been thinking in light of this revelation? Yes, you're saved. That's 
Point number two, please write this down. Don't take credit for it. You're saved. Yay, you. But don't take credit for it. Don't live your life and walk around in a way where you believe that that you are now God's gift to salvation. I've been saved for 10 years. (laughs) You, You don't even want to talk about my prayer life. Woo! I am, listen, last four or five years, I have been in the spirit. You have no idea. Every time I go pray, I easily achieve the third realm of heaven. It's like not even fair anymore. As soon as I go in, Shekinah falls. Oftentimes when I get done praying, whether it's 12 minutes or 12 hours, because that happens sometimes. God moves through me so, so much. When I open my eyes again, there's gold dust everywhere. I mean, I'm telling you, I'm dripping in it. You can't take credit. It's a free gift. It's just his grace. You you, you can't take credit for it. You can just accept it. And it should make you humble. You should be overwhelmed with awe for the rest of your life that you've been given this undeserved kindness. It shouldn't make you cocky. It should make you grateful. You don't want to take credit for it because there's no credit that can be taken. You just simply receive it. Uh, There's a, a store that I like to shop at And um, uh, oftentimes when I go in there now, the owner of the store and uh, his main uh, salesman, they give me stuff. I mean, I walk in and I'm like, hey, I just want to come in, check out if you have any new shirts. And and as soon as I walk in, oh, oh, uh, 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 Jesus Jr. has arrived. That's what they call me, Jesus Jr. Jesus Jr. Come, 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 Jesus Jr. These are two Muslim men. Okay. He's a two Muslim men. Jesus Jr. has arrived. Thank you for your prayers, Tim, sir. That's what they call me. He calls me Tim, sir, but he puts it together as if my name has changed to Tim, sir. So that's what he calls me. Tim, sir. Tim, sir. Come here, Tim, sir. Oh, oh, Tim, sir. You're amazing, Tim, sir. Give me a hug. Oh, thank you for your prayers, Tim, sir. Yes, I went to my mom, but then I had to come to you because I like your prayers better. <laughs> Tim, sir. Tim, sir. Uh, there's a coat that just came in. Got your name on it. I'm, I'm going to go get it. It's going to fit you like butter. It's going to fit you like butter. Tim, sir, I'm going to go get the coat. And he goes in the back, and he grabs the coat, and, and, and he goes, no alterations are needed. I, I, I knew as soon as I saw this coat, it's going to be for my friend Tim, sir. I have to give it to him. He's just always praying for me. Tim, sir, he, come in, he comes in, and then he goes, okay, put your arms out, put your arms out. So I put my arms out, and then he puts the coat on me, and then he goes like this. <laughs> Every time, it doesn't matter what he puts on me. <laughs> and then he goes, look at it, look at it, look at it. Go, 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 go look in the mirror, go look in the mirror. It's like butter, my friend. It's like butter. Go look in the mirror. I, I go look in the mirror. This thing, I mean, it fits. And I look around, I'm like, this is, what? 
You know what I say? Thank you. See, see, see we live in a culture where, 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 where uh, to be given something free has a string usually attached to it. There's usually a hook. There's usually an ulterior motive. And, and so we, we, we're, we live in a culture that, that just can't say thank you. You buy somebody a, a, a cup of coffee behind you in line, and they're like, what did you do that for? It's the first question, like you threw it on them. <laughs> like you opened it. Ah, right? Ah! Right, that's when you ask the question, what did you do that for? Not when somebody goes, hey, I'm going to pick up theirs too. What did you do that for? Well, like, I just wanted to be a blessing to you. Well, uh, can I do something for you? No. Well, I'm going to pay it forward. (laughs) Yay, you. Mm. I love pay it forward. But that's also that can also lock you into feeling obligated. What about just going? Thank you. And walking away, I ain't paying nothing for it. I'm just going to take this cup of coffee and enjoy it. This is what God's grace is supposed to feel like on you. That, that, when, that when you put it on you, you, you put it on and it fits you. You're like, oh, this, this looks good on me. I like this. Thank you. I looked at the price on the inside. I was like, I did not come for this coat. No, 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 Tim, sir, Tim, sir. This is my gift to you, my friend. I just wanted to give it to you. I just, I just, I saw you. It had your name on it. I had to give it to you. And I just go, thank you. And I walk outside. And, and the, the, listen, you, you, get, you get something that really fits you, it, you lying if you say your walk don't change. It just is, <laughs> that's a lie, okay? You put on something that fits you nice, you walk out, you know you look good in it, you like, yeah. <laughs> Got a little boppy, you know, ha, hey. Y'all good? You good? <laughs> yeah, it's good to see you. Huh? Then somebody comes up to you and say, that coat looks good on you. Here's, your, here's what your response should be. Thank you. Not, yeah, I know. I know it looks good on me. It was made for me. That's taking credit. No, we don't take credit. We give glory. This grace should look, you you should wear it and it should look good on you. But when it attracts people to you, you should just say, thank you. And then then it might be an opportunity for you to say, oh, there's a guy. He's so generous. This was so expensive, I I couldn't even afford it. But there is someone who changed my life. There is somebody that transform my heart and and I, I'm just grateful I get to wear it. I'm not gonna take credit for it, but but I am gonna just with gratitude wear it. Let me tell you the 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 thing that will religion will do to uh, a coat. Religion will put it in plastic. Can't mess it up. Got to make sure it gets no stains on it. You, you, anybody have an aunt that has certain furniture in their house that's really, really nice, but it's all covered in plastic? Here's the implication. I want you to look at it, but I don't want you to mess it up. That's religion. 
I want you to have Jesus, but I don't want you messing him up. So we got to put a little buffer between y'all because you will mess him up. Jesus is like, I am the cleaners. Let them in. I gave him the coat. Here's what the, the frivolous people do with it. Yeah, I'm going to go jump in the mud with my new coat on. I have grace. Who cares about mud? I like grace. No, when, 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 when you wear grace correctly, you're like, listen, I'm not going to try to protect it unnecessarily, but I ain't going to do nothing to mess it up either. I'm going to just walk in it and wear it and be grateful he gave me something this nice because I didn't even deserve it. Point number three, please write this down. Don't boast about it. Don't boast about it. Now, now some of you all might be thinking that to take credit and to boast are synonymous or they're, they're the same. They're not the same. To take credit is one thing. To boast is another. At the root of boasting is pride. At the root of boasting is is. Uh, uh, an, an indication that, that, that you think you're the originator of it. I hear all these reports. I've, I've, I've heard these reports for a decade. Uh, 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 millennials are leaving the church in droves. Generation X is abandoning their faith and they're out of here. Millennials, forget about them. They're, they're known as the nuns. They don't want a religion at all. And, 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 and Generation Z, oh, forget about it. You don't have them. They're out of here. They don't want to be in the church. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm not sure you all have a proper perspective on the trend that's actually going on. Can I say something real quick? And this is a bona fide fact. The kingdom of heaven suffereth violence and the violent take it by force. There are always people trying to get into the kingdom of heaven. That's why there's two billion people that confess Jesus Christ as Lord. What people are running away from might be your church. (laughs) Your church and his kingdom are two different things. The kingdom has never had a problem getting people that want to be citizens of the kingdom of heaven. They just might have difficulty finding the kingdom in your religious, boastful church. So that's, what, that's what they might be actually running from. So let, so let me tell you what, 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 what my generation is running from. Uh, uh, communities of faith that feel like they're the originators. We went into the spiritual lab We worked diligently, theologically, and we came out with the potion. In this potion lies the proper way to live for Jesus. Nobody else has it. So don't go to nobody else's church. Don't go across the street to that church because they ain't got it like us. And that church down the street, they're crazy. They don't have it like us. We got the potion. It's right in here. So here's the thing. 90-week discipleship class. Okay? You you must be baptized quarterly. Okay? You got to win a soul to Jesus once a week, or you're really not a disciple of Jesus. Okay? We need you to pay your tithes. But, but we, we need you to give, we, 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 we need you to sell your house. 
and take the equity because we're building um, um, a compound. We're buying all the Kool-Aid. Too soon? Let, let me tell you what people, my generation, my generation doesn't, doesn't need to even hear the sermon before we know if this is a boastful environment. We, you got to remember, our generation was born with our eyes open. We came out the womb like, doctor didn't even need to slap us yet. Before we took our first breath, we was like, where are we? Who is you? So we come into, we come into spaces for worship. Mm-mm, we good. We go. Let's go get brunch early because this is clearly not it. People are running away from boastful communities that say we have it all together. We have all the answers. Whatever you're going through, this is the way that you need to filter it through. I'm not, I'm not, talking, people, I'm not talking about people that are faithful to theology or faithful to, to, to the principles of doctrine. I, I'm talking about people that are making up their own crazy elixir theologically, and saying, if you drink this, you'll be good, but nobody else has it. We're we're the only church with the patent on this. That's boastful. It would be boastful for you to think that you did something to work your way into God's grace. That the way you've been living is so great that God has actually stood up from his throne Jesus has got off of his, wow, Sharon is amazing. I mean, I know we had the prophets, and Jesus, you did your thing, but Sharon, the way Sharon, oh, have we had anybody? Should we just get her now? Same way we did Enoch? Next time she takes a walk, should we just scoop her? Or do y'all just want to get her like Elijah? Y'all want to just bring the chariots through and the whirlwind? Y'all want to come get them like, I mean, because Sharon, there's nobody like Sharon. We can't let her die. Let her just walk in. No. You're not that special. I'm not that special. Nobody on the platform is that special. We all got God's grace the same way. None of us deserved it. So when we start treating people as if they are more special because of their title or their duty or function, we are not doing grace. It's justice. We should all, from top to bottom, front to back, with reverential fear, and deep gratitude, feel so thankful that God loved us so much to give us his grace that the only way we want to repay him is by wearing it well. I can't guarantee I'm not going to get a spot on it, but I can guarantee you I'm not jumping in the mud either. I just want to wear grace well listen y'all it's too easy you know it would be too easy for you to walk out of here with God's grace today 
and live in a way that you've never lived before because you take the pressure off of yourself. There are some perfectionists in this room. You've been keeping score since you gave your life to Jesus. And God wants you to throw your scorecards away. Because he's not counting like you count. He counted it once. And it was on the cross. Because it's that easy. Would you bow your heads and close your eyes? Thank you for listening to our podcast today. If you would like more information on our church, please go to www.embassycity.com. We would love to hear from you. Our prayer is that you have been inspired and transformed. Have a wonderful day and come back again.